The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented a Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. It is a little cloudy outside this morning, but that's okay. It's going to get warmer as the day goes on. You know how you know, because I'm wearing shorts, even though I got yelled at this morning. Only in response. I was... <laughs> and, and Mo, he gave it right back to me. So I'm going to... Yeah. And I'm he gonna, should have. A quit po- pro quo, as they say, yeah. or tit for tat. I don't know. I'm going to be honest yep. with you. I was actually sweating, because it's pointed at my back. <laughs> Oh, so you didn't, oh, oh, the so truth. you didn't mind it being turned off then? Oh, right? yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I was just giving JP yep. a hard time, yep. which is <laughs> one of my favorite pastimes, really. Mm-hmm. We'll fix yes. that. Yeah, I need that. I was not sweating. No. <laughs> this is why you need to be in this seat. See? I tried to move back <laughs> over there. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, man. Boy, do we have a good show today. It's a... Uh, jam-packed with lots of information in hour number two we get to talk about the tennessee titans actually somehow (laughs) trading away isaiah wilson and getting more than a box of bubble gum in return yeah i mean literally they could have given him away but they did get something kind of out of it um les miles was fired last night in the middle of the night Oh, wow. <laughs> JP's like, hmm. New, news to JP. <laughs> so, well, well, they snuck that one in. You know, it was in Kansas, so, you know. Yeah, that, if, that's if a, a coach, thing. If a coach yeah. gets fired in Kansas, does anybody hear does, it? Does it really does happen? It, does it really make a sound? Yeah. We really don't know. <laughs> but the, uh, uh, the Jayhawks are looking for a football coach, and uh, maybe we have some, some hmm. options for them. Of course, it's also Top 5 Tuesday, and today's Top 5 uh, we since we talked about Joe Burns and their in uh, their incredible concession stand food, their restaurant outside the gym. <laughs> yeah, it's actually inside the gym, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they they sell it from the concession stand. I mean, it's crazy. JP, yes, when you go to a school, uh-huh. where is a concession stand located? Outside of the gym. Okay. In the lobby of the gymnasium. Okay. Yeah. In the gymnasium lobby. Therefore, (laughs) inside the gymnasium. When you walk walk into the doors, what's the words above the the door? (laughs) (laughs) Bet. Well, yeah. But it depends on on the building. It does. It It, depends on the building. It does. Um, Like Loretto is very odd. 
right? Uh, Loretto's Loretto's concession, they actually have a window inside the gym. They do. Which is really yes, and Columbia Academy has a window inside, inside the gym. The gym. Yeah. That's very that, and but, that's great. By the way, you uh, should always do that. Columbia Central, though, like you got to walk like a good half a mile to get to the concession stand. <laughs> from the, yeah, yeah, you're from you're, the gym. You're, you're, yeah, they want you to get your steps in on your. At least uh, they give you a TV. watch. At least they give you a TV yeah, to watch it, the and game. and it's a nice walk. I mean, there's trophies, and it's a beautiful lobby. So, it is. I mean, it, it's it's not like you're walking through a dungeon or something. But it is some steps there's from the from steps. the gym floor uh-huh. to the concession stand. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to walk off uh, walk off the food, the concession. Right. <laughs> it's not it's not so bad. But yeah, <laughs> so, there. It, it, uh, like at Loretto, though, like you go you go into like a little like a. It's like a foyer, right? Uh-huh. And then you walk into a hallway, and yep. then you walk into the gym. the gym. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very odd. And you can go to the concessions either in that either hallway way. or tucked in the corner uh, of inside the gym. There is a cutout window. That's right. Yeah. So and it's it's, uh, re- it's really pretty yeah. smart. That's where we sat. Was right there on mm-hmm. that corner. Okay. So yeah, because uh, when when by the time we got in there, it was pretty well packed. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, anyway, top five Tuesday is top five concession stand food. But to elongate it, so we're not all having hot dog, hamburger, popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> uh, we're going to include fairs and festivals because they have concession stands at fairs and festivals. Yes, they do. Uh, so we're going to allow that as part of the top five options, of which I don't believe any of us have a single thing on our list outside of maybe in our heads but as far as a top five like (laughs) there yeah nothing's written down at this point we'll get there in the middle of the hour at the the top of the hour break probably (laughs) in hour number one we will talk as we do every tuesday with a member of the williamson herald's coverage sports team and today is charles pulliam get his reaction to last night's class triple a sectional between Franklin and Cane Ridge and no, no, no. Franklin and Clarksville. Clark, sorry, Franklin and Clarksville. Cane Ridge played Beach. Um, we'll also we get, can get him to react to that as well. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he watched if he watched Twitter last night, that highlight film was insane. Um, but also talk a little bit about some girls' action from Saturday. Big win for Paige, and mm-hmm. it's gonna gonna be a lot of fun to talk him in the next segment and then of course in segment three we will recap last night's class a sectional between richland and loretto which mo was able to get to and i watched part of on the internet while holding charlie and eating mm, dinner stop it speaking of steak and basketball that's what i had last night was steak and basketball. And basketball. At least the first half. Uh, second half was a little str- it was a struggle. You had steak and basketball. I had burgers and tots. You did. You went to Soda Pop Junction last night. You know, it's funny. We walked into the game after, um, after going to Soda Pop, and I spoke to Greg Tips briefly, the Loretta coach, and he's like, well, did you have a good meal? I said, well, you know who I rode down with, so you already know the answer. You to know that. the answer. Yeah. Um, Summit Girls coach John Wild. He's going to find scoop, some food. Scoop me up. And um, 
We were actually planning to go to 31 South, but they're closed on Monday, sad day. Yeah. So we'll get there. Uh, it's Yeah, and a good ball game. Uh, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I just have one question. Did you, did Nobody got pulled over, right? In, in not that I'm aware of. No, Linville? not no, not in Linville. No. Okay, because that does happen sometimes. <laughs> happens, does happens to some folks. Anyway. Happens to some folks, and even on the radio while they're talking, because you're not paying attention. <laughs> that guy mm. was nice enough to let me go though. When I told him, I was like, "Dude, I'm, uh, I was doing a radio spot after the ball game, and <laughs> wasn't paying attention." He's like, oh, you weren't going that fast anyway. Have a good night." <laughs> Like, why'd, you why'd you pull, you pull me, me over? over? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. To make you think about it now. Oh. You're going to think twice when you drive through Linville. That's, yes, I will. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> Don't cross the tracks going over 25. Trust me. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, plenty of good stuff on the show today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And tell you what we don't have. What don't we have? <laughs> Any scheduled high school sports for today. It's a, a rare day off in the afternoon. Afternoon day off for for us. I say at, evening day off. We'll, we'll be working through the afternoon, I'm yeah. sure. That'll that'll end this week though because Monday is the first day of spring sports competition. So Boy, isn't that going to be exciting? Baseball, softball, get outdoors, boys soccer. Yeah. Boys and girls track, boys and girls tennis will all be getting started. Or can all start next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. At the high school level. I, I tell you, I, I'm looking forward to being able to get outside and watch some high school sports since we missed last year and softball season is approaching and really excited. Because we, we, we've got some really good teams in the area. So a lot to talk about throughout the rest of the spring. And mm-hmm. sure we'll be covering some folks all the way to Murfreesboro. Looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. All right, so stick around for the rest of the show. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. If you're on Facebook, Facebook Live, we are there. You can talk with us. You can interact with us there. Comment. Let us know you're watching, and we'd love to interact with you. Like I said, just search Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, and we are live there. Just hit the, hit the live button. It'll take you right there. Uh, if you are listening on the podcast thank you if you miss any part of today's show and you want to go back and listen you can do that on the podcast at sm-tn prep sports today for hour number one and sm-tn sports today for hour number two and mo's over here on facebook it works we appreciate it facebook is live that's good good just just in case uh you listeners were wondering it it, it is in fact there you (laughs) go talking about kansas If, nah. See, this is why I don't even mess with Facebook Live. Uh, I was going to try to share it out on my phone. and We'll uh, do that during the break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, up now, so you can do it. Yeah, that's yeah. no big deal. That's, it is a live show. That's what we, we love. Is, this is why we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so before we get to our first break of the day, we do have to, of course, give you the Tuesday Rundown. This is The Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. 
So in the one girls sectional game from Monday night, Arlington defeated Collierville 47-43, making for a potential mess for the TWSAA. <laughs> That's exactly what it did. Uh, yeah. Um, in boys sectional play Monday night, Cleveland defeated Blackman 46-43. It was host Siegel over Warren County 72-58. In class AA sectional action, Pearl Cone defeated Creekwood 65-50. And as Chris alluded to earlier, the Franklin Admirals go on the loop, on the road and fall at Clarksville 59-53. In the Class A sectionals, we're going to give you all seven of the Class A sectional scores. Uh, Richland defeated Loretto 60-41. to It was Pickett County 61, Moore County 40. West Carroll 71, Joe Burns 47. And Cascade fell to Clay County 64-63. Also in Class A last night, it was MAHS. That's Memphis Academy of Health Sciences. Gotcha. 43, Union City 40. It was also North Green 64, CSAS. That's Chattanooga School of Arts and Sciences. Chris gave me all of the initials because he didn't know them. Uh, it's exactly right. North Green defeated Chattanooga School of Arts and Sciences 64 53. And it was Cosby 57, Harriman 47. Madison Academic did not play because they did not have an opponent. They um, drew a bye in the sectional round into the state quarterfinals. Congratulations to the winners. They will be playing next week in Murfreesboro. That's correct. And that is your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Thanks to our friends down at WZYX for listening this morning. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us down in uh, Franklin County. When we come back, we'll talk some Williamson County sports with Charles Pulliam from the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. So stick around, stay with us. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joe. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. It's a... Tuesday edition of the show, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Facebook Live on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia, and of course, down at WZYX in Franklin County. It is certainly going to be a fun-filled week of high school sports, week and a half. 
as we get ready for the Blue Cross Hoops. Hashtag Blue Cross Hoops from the TWSAA over at Murphy Center. It will be my first time attending the Tennessee State Basketball Tournament. So that's really? exciting. Yep, be my first time over there. Wow. Uh, so that, that will be fun. I mean, unfortunately, I will not get the full experience. I'm sure that there will be limited attendance and obviously no media food. So, <laughs> yeah. Which is really much, the, the important part. Much to the disappointment of many, apparently. Me and Casey Patrick, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> but also probably you and JP. <laughs> Because we all know, although I will say, at least it gives us the opportunity to go get our own food, and gives we us certainly an ex- do that. Gives us an excuse to to dip out because you know, yelling at our food. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, I, and there will be plenty of local flavor involved in this girls' tournament. As on Wednesday, we'll get the Class A quarters with. Loretto and Summertown will both play. And then Thursday, mm-hmm. Paige will play in the In the a. late game. Oh, wow. The 8.30 game, Paige will take on Maryville. So um, our next guest will be keeping some late hours Thursday that's night. A, that's a tough one. He's he's used to keeping late hours, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 8.30 start time is... I need to ask him about that uh, that Hardy's experience that I had up in Springfield too. Yeah, <laughs> ask him about that since that's right in his back door now. Yeah. Oh man, joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline each and every Tuesday is a member of the Williamson Herald Sports Coverage Team. This week it is Charles Pulliam, and he is brought to you by the Williamson Herald, the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County. They are the leader in local sports coverage for the last fifteen years. Led by Charles Pulliam and Joe Williams, they cover teams from Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville. If you want the best in sports coverage in Williamson County, no better place. Give them a call, 615-790-6465, or sign up on the website, williamsonherald.com, to subscribe. Their print print edition publishes each Thursday, and you get a daily email news blast. So, can't beat that. Now we welcome in Charles Pulliam. Charles, how's it going? Not bad, guys. Not bad. Uh, just wrapping up some. Uh, well, actually, yeah, writing some preview stuff. You name it. We're still we're still going, winding down a new world. But uh, there's a lot happening still. Writing some previews, and I guess you're writing some wrap ups as well. Um, following last night's unsuccessful road trip for the Franklin Admirals. Yeah, man, that was, uh, it was a toughie. Uh, I've been following these guys for a long time. Um, this senior class, there's six seniors out there. They've all been playing together since, well, I mean, you could go back Connor, Connor Bevan and Taylor Spirito. They've been playing catch together since they've been about five or six years old. So the end of a pretty big era for, uh, the Franklin kids there. 104 wins these seniors have been a part of at uh, Franklin High School. 104 and 28, I think, over four years. Um, three sectional appearances, one state tournament appearance, and uh, they come up a little shy last night. Uh, it's a, a, a pretty tough Clarksville team. They really, uh, you know, they're not the team that's going to intimidate stepping off the bus, but man, they sure make up for it. And it might have been a little bit on their home floor, too, but I was uh, 
I was impressed with their uh, physicality and, and really their quickness. Um, they uh, they caught some headaches and were able to pull away down the stretch, 59-53. They take out the Franklin boys to make it to the state tournament for the first time in about a decade or so. You know, this this Clarksville team was relatively unheralded. They, um, I don't want to say snuck up because anybody when they get to this level is dangerous, but um, – you know, do do you think there was any unfamiliarity, lack of preparation, or anything like that on the part of the Admirals as far as this one went? Well, I was talking with some of the guys. I mean, even it was uh, Matt Thurman was one that kind of stood out a little bit to me, the big senior post. He was kind of he looked at him, and you know, he even said like, "Yeah, watching him warm up, um, you know, he weren't wasn't in." expecting as physical of a game or as big of a challenge as it was. I had to step up and actually, you know, be the most physical I've been all season trying to use my size. And they had, uh, you know, a couple guys out there that just really surprised. And, uh, man, it was, it was an impressive physical game. The officials kind of let things go too. So it took some time to adjust. And unfortunately that really doesn't play into, Franklin's game too much. Uh, a guy like Reed Kemp loves to attack the basket and get to the rim. And uh, when you're attacking the basket and getting to the rim and, and not being able to finish because of, you know, some some touch fouls here and there that aren't going called, you're not getting to the free throw line and, and things kind of throw off your whole game plan. So uh, it took a little while for some adjustment there, but still Franklin was able to lead. I think their last lead came with about 90 seconds to play. They were up 50-49. Um, Clarksville just had had a couple opportunities late, a couple big defensive plays, and uh, they hit their free throws. That's the difference. Free throws are always the difference at this point in in the in the playoffs for for most teams. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that that is typical. And uh, explain, did were you at the game at the Clarksville game? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I assumed you were, but I didn't want to ask you this question without without knowing for sure um the last minute and a half it's a one point game and based on what i could see on twitter and i don't know if this was multiple possessions or if it was one possession and 14 tweets or what but uh it felt like there were a lot of turnovers and layups on the other end for clarksville in that last minute and a half at least two maybe three that was the thing. J.J. Wheat, actually, he's the, he was, came away as the lead scorer for Clarksville with 23. Um, he uh, kind of had the sealer there. after. So I, he's the one who went 8 for 9 at the foul line in the fourth quarter, scored 12 to 23 in the fourth. Um, he picked Reed Kemp's pocket right near midcourt with about 30 seconds to play. Broke loose, went down, and uh, actually threw down the two-handed jam, which was pretty impressive because he's about – about 5'11 or so maybe <laughs> and uh, he kind of sealed the deal there with that one and uh, they actually had another turnover inside 90 seconds as well Franklin is so two turnovers couple breakaways like that and to the free throw line for uh, JJ who who extended the lead down the stretch um, last bucket was from Connor Bevan for, for Franklin with about 5 seconds to play um, to make it 53 provide the final score there so uh you know camp again um he had 26 another 
standout game for the senior. Um, the Mr. Greenlight himself finding ways to score in tough positions and uh, some take a couple charges again. I mean, it, he's really, really impressed of late. And, uh, man, it was just, it was a tough one. Clarksville just, they just outplayed him right down to the end. So it was, it was a, a fun game to be a part of, fun spot to be in that gym, too. It's kind of like going back in time when you step in an old gym like that at Clarksville High. That is a fun gym. I've not been there for a basketball game, but I have been there for a wrestling uh, wrestling match, and it's a um, it's a nice setup they've got. The way it's kind of got that bowl where you come in at the top and then you walk down. It's kind of cool. But um, mm-hmm. speaking with Charles Pulliam from the Williamson Herald here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, Charles, you played high school basketball. And and I'm gonna assume, <laughs> and maybe this never did happen to you. But how tough is it to just get ripped right there at midcourt in front of God and everybody like that? I tell you, it's about as humbling as you can experience. That happens all too all too often, actually, for a guy like me. <laughs> I, could, I think as a junior, that was my my most prolific, horrible moment. In my high school career was getting pickpocketed like that, and. Uh, those are deciding games and you know you you go through all this time practicing your ball handling and being able to to bring it up the court and and you trust all your skills and then for it just to be ripped away like that it's like well what did i do wrong and it's just it was somebody just a little quicker and that was one of the things again you know talk about this clarksville team the size the intimidation factor it's all not really there on the visual side of things we're watching them warming up and you know watching game film you're kind of thinking like yeah they're, they're a scrappy bunch and not a lot of height there they look like they got some speed and sure enough they come out and they're lightning quick and uh man they they're muscling people around and they're they're making up for their lack of size just by being extra aggressive and physical and it took a little while for Franklin to adjust to that. And, you know, they never truly did, I feel like. They even, you know, we had a, the boys had a, about a six point lead there in the third quarter, uh, 36-30, I think, early in the third. They end up, uh, Clarksville goes on a 12-2 run to take control. Franklin comes right back. It's a seesaw action down the stretch and then just run out of steam, uh, down the stretch there. But, uh, yeah, getting picked midcourt is one of those, um, it's probably aching to be in uh, on the wrestling mat and, uh, you know, getting pinned. <laughs> yeah, counting the light bulbs, never a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Hey, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, shifting gears, Charles, um, this page team that you're going to be covering in the nightcap on Thursday night isn't probably the team that folks would have expected to be coming out of 11 AAA going to Murfreesboro. Oh no! That I, I admitted to the girls talking to them Saturday night about how when I picked my district standings, I think I had them finishing fourth. Here they do. Here they come in. They win the district eleven AAA. They win the region six AAA championship. They advance to the school's first ever state tournament. Talk about some overachievers! And uh, the crazy thing is, they're all they're all juniors and sophomores and freshmen. There isn't a senior on the roster. So. uh I chatted a long time with assistant coach Adam Brock and actually coach Ron Brock a little bit, just trying to, trying to break down like what's, what's so special about this team. This team started four and four on the year. They actually had a, I think they were five, uh, four and five coming out of the Christmas tournament at, uh, Portland. So thinking 
you know, this to a team like this, they were kind of hitting that, that groove in the terms of like, okay, so they are going to be like in the middle of the pack probably. Uh, but sure enough, they just, they've caught fire. Um, going back to that win at spring Hill, I think in early February, mm-hmm. they haven't lost since and, uh, wins over Brentwood, wins over summit and Raymond and obviously over Hillsborough cane Ridge and not Clarksville Northwest. But yeah, they, uh, they're surprising. And, uh, Really talking to coaches, it, it comes down to just them being uh, being some girls just hooping it up. They are the best drama-free high school girls club I think you'll come across. <laughs> you know, I, I actually saw this page team lose down at Summertown right around Thanksgiving, lose 66-52. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, that's certainly no knock losing to summertown actually they lost to summertown twice because they lost to them up at portland as well so and it was a little tighter i think then 62 54 so a 12 a a 14 and a um a 14 point game and an eight point game both going to summertown but um again (laughs) no shame in losing to summertown but as as we said didn't necessarily see them coming out of that and making a run to Murfreesboro. And when you asked coaches Brock what the what the key was, what I, I don't want you to divulge any government secrets because I'm sure you've got a preview <laughs> coming up. But was no, there anything? It's, it's definitely nothing like that. What we ended up talking about was how, you know, how amazing this team is for being able to get to this point and actually break through. But we talked about how two years ago we thought that Page basketball team was probably the best girls team to come through Page, and that was Lily Wilkins' older sister, Faith, who's playing at Trevecca now. Um, they get upset in the region semifinals by Dixon County on a you know a last-second shot in overtime, so they never get the opportunity to play for a region title. And even last year's team was another one that was they had Olivia Wilson kind of anchoring the backcourt. So a lot of the same faces we see out there. Delaney No is point guard, the uh, Summit senior this year. Um, so another piece to that puzzle, and with the same girls beyond that, and uh, you know they fall in the sectional at Lebanon in a tough game. They actually led in the first quarter and then uh, ended up faltering down the stretch. So those two teams were kind of like, man, these Page girls. You know, those were the teams that we kind of anticipated to get here. But sure enough, all these. Uh, the Mackenzie Cochran's, the Lily Wilkins, the junior duo here, um, they were key parts on both of those teams. And they've stepped up in the new and adapted into new roles, and they're doing a little bit of everything. And they're just leading a, a group of girls that spend night and day together during the season here. So that's really kind of what, what Coach Brox and I talked about. And even some of the girls, was just they're just best friends kind of playing hoops. And... When you eliminate the, the the pressure and the drama and the expectation, they're the underdog. They've embraced it, and uh, they kind of enjoy it. So sure enough, that's pushed them through. You get a district championship, a region championship, and now a state birth. It's, uh, it's pretty special to see a young team like that power through, and now they get an opportunity to, uh, to play on the state stage for the first time. Back, excuse me. Back to back wins over Spring Hill in early February, and they've not lost. Uh, they've not lost since. They've won their last twelve going into yeah. Murfreesboro, so they're on a little bit of a roll. 
Yep, yep. And then look at I uh, go back to that uh, district championship game against Brentwood, and they ran him out of the gym. You know, that was uh, similar to what Summit did to uh, Brentwood back in uh, like early January, I think, too, where it was one of those games where you're like, well, wait a second, that's almost. I think that's a twenty point win. And you, you almost double take it because Brentwood at the time was still ranked number five and still the favorite to kind of advance out of the district. And, and it was a 66-48 final. And that just kind of was a flexing of the muscles as they continued here. Um, Lily Wilkin has just been playing fantastic ball. Um, against Clarksville Northwest on Saturday, she had 27 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, and four steals. Day before that, I mean, game before that, uh, against Kane Ridge in the region title game, she had 29 to go with nine rebounds and five dimes and five steals. So just an all around stat stuffer. She's playing some exceptional games, shooting the ball really well from beyond the arc. And then, uh, her counterpart there, Mackenzie Cochran is just a little hornet and doing a little bit of everything. Um, I think 17 in both games as well, too. So just a, a, a fun team that you know, overachieving in a way to get here, but man, they're, they're catching people by surprise and, and, uh, living, living large on it. Catching me, catching people by surprise. No doubt. Uh, I, I was certainly surprised when I went to that summit game and saw them run summit out of the gym over there. So it, it was, mm-hmm. it, this is a very good basketball team and they certainly have an opportunity to advance uh, even further at Murfreesboro, and they will play the 8.30 game on Thursday night. That will be on NFHS Network, so you definitely want to watch that and probably will be on WAKM, if I had to guess. Yeah, uh, that with- uh, 8.30 game kind of has some worried. Anytime you got an 8.30 start, that just means that it's probably going to be closer to 9. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no doubt. But uh, I'm sure you will be there, and we will be following you on Twitter at CS Pulliam. And doing that throughout the state basketball tournament, we appreciate all the coverage that you give Williamson County schools and everybody in our area, even because we get to play. (laughs) (laughs) That's a. that that is Charles's uh, yeah theme song right there. Yeah, when, that's, when, that's me. Oh man, when you've got your own song, you've arrived, Charles. So you know, I tell you what, it's it's showing. Yeah, it's it's been a long stretch here, that's for sure. I mean, we didn't even get the opportunity to really talk about state championship wrestling because it feels like it was last month, but it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I, it really it wasn't. You're right, um, but um, we will certainly do that with you. In the future, because, Chris also yeah. wants to talk to. He, Chris wants to lodge a complaint with you as a um, uh, as a Robertson County resident with your. Oh um, no! I heard something about this. What happened about this Hardee's? Uh, Hardee's was it was just not a good. It, they didn't have Dr Pepper. They didn't have oh, any. Bu- they didn't have any buns for the cheeseburger that I ordered, and I'm like, it's a bun. Put any bun you got on there. I don't care if you got buns, just put one on there. And then I only got ketchup on my burger, and I'm like. I'm not a six-year-old girl. Like I, I want more than ketchup on my burger. So please, wow. Wow. please give me more condiments than ketchup. Wine much? Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't I, uh, wine. I, I drove out of there and I ate it, and I was happy to have food. 
Okay. Well, as as a Robertson County Springfield guy now, I, I guess I'm going to have to go to City Hall or something. Please. I don't know. I'll, I'll get something worked out. Though, get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Charles, get to the bottom of it. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, bet. man. We appreciate your time each and every uh, each every other Tuesday. Let's there put we it that go. Way. Every yeah. other Tuesday. We appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Hey, enjoy, guys. That's Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald, brought to you by the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. When we return, we're going to talk about Richland and Loretto boys basketball action from last night. So stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun on WZYX and WKOM and Facebook Live, sm-tnsports.com. We'll be right back right after this. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into the show on WKOM, WZYX, Facebook Live, and more. If you want to watch the show on Facebook Live, you can do that, even if you don't have a Facebook account. Just go to sm-tnsports.com. It is on the website. You can visit it. Visit us there. Uh, that's a new development in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> last last 20 seconds. You're right. Yeah. During, during, well the, during the break, Chris... Put us on the website, so <laughs> you know <laughs> that that's why you're the multimedia director. I, I, that's exactly why I'm the multimedia director here at yeah. sm-tnsports.com. Oh, nine minutes to the top of the hour. If you are listening to us on the podcast, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, and it's um, every day, Monday through Friday, you can find the podcast, and we're talking about high school sports, just about. Uh, as much as possible. Tomorrow, we will be coming to you live from Murphy Center. The Glass House. The Glass House, where we will be previewing a couple of Class A girls games, including one that will start just right after we get off the air at 11 o'clock. That game will tip off at 11.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loretto is taking on... Cloudland. That's right, the Highlanders. The Lady Highlanders. Lady Highlanders. And Chris wants to know if they're playing kilts. I would love to know. Uh, we'll find I out tomorrow. We'll find out at 1130 tomorrow. Yeah. I want to say that they actually go by the Landers, like Lady Landers. I'm fairly with, with certain. With an apostrophe, yes. I, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain that that's, the, that's what they're their girls teams go by it's an homage to the show outlander uh, clearly i guess order former georgia basketball coach andy landers who knows <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and Whose brother landers yep and landers well done 
Andy Landers' brother. Not Ann. Is Micah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I had heard that for years, but I did not know. You learn these things hanging out with John Wilde. See, that guy, he's got yeah. bukus of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Micah, the principal and AD down at Richland, is Andy's younger brother. Would have never guessed that. Yeah. Wild. Pretty cool. By John Wild. Exactly. Yeah, Get wild with John Wild. Speaking of Richland, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and move into that because last night you got a chance to watch a sectional game, despite mm-hmm. what some may call it. <laughs> <laughs> sectional substate. It's, Whatever. It's, it's the game before the state quarterfinals. That's correct. Yeah. Which game before the state quarterfinals gets a little long, I guess. Yes, Chad Hall. Shout out to Michael Landers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, as as journalists, we're not supposed to root for folks. But I really would like to have seen a scenario where both these teams had gotten to Murfreesboro. No doubt. Especially considering, you know, Loretto defeated Richland in last year's sectional slash substate, and then Athletics stopped. So they didn't get to actually play in the state tournament because there wasn't one. So would have been nice for them to have gotten there. But have really enjoyed watching this Richland team over the course of the season, and Man, they're good. They are. They are good. And and again, talking as we were walking out of the gym, I, I rode down with John Wild and with um, Chip Pinion, friend of his, and we were just talking about how well they can score from all over the floor. You know, with the four guards, from you know from deep three all the way to the rim. And that's just what makes them so dangerous. That wasn't so much the case super early in this one. No, no, it wasn't. They did not shoot the ball especially well early. I think they were 11 for 24 in the first half. But they shot it a lot. I mean, because they got 24 shots off because they only had one turnover. Loretta turned it over 10 times in the first half. And that's where that is where we see a lot. They don't get the credit, maybe. But for, defensively? This Richland team is really, really good. And that's what Jason Loveless has talked about. It's like, you know, we don't worry about offense. And it's it's easy for him to say that. We don't worry about offense because you've got Logan Hilton and Daniel Nicholson and Trey Luna who can score at will. But, um, you know, defense and rebounding. And particularly against a bigger Loretto team, you know, the rebounding was, was important for him to, to be able to get on the glass or, or keep Loretto That's, off the glass. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, those two big guys down, you know, Shaler Hankins. Shaler Hankins and Tobias Sermons. Right. Sermons. Sermons. Me, yeah. Um, and Sermons never really got going. I think he finished with seven points. Hankins had 13, but they didn't get much of anything well else. Done Stevie Ballinger <laughs> in the paint. No doubt. Um Xavier Young had foul trouble and and never really got going. He hit um I think he hit 5 of his 7 points on two straight possessions. So, you know, Loretta had some foul trouble, like I said, they had turnover issues early on and once Richland got going, they just kept the foot on on the gas. And that's kind of what they do. They really feed off that momentum because because of the way they play for the first 28 minutes of the game, 
Uh, the last four, they typically pull it out, dribble around, and mm-hmm. let you foul them. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they don't miss those either. Because they're usually ahead, though. That's but, right. but yeah, they don't miss those. Twenty-two of twenty-six from the line last night. Goodness gracious! Yeah, they were eleven of eleven at one time. Yeah, I saw that text, and I was like, my goodness, they just and and they. It's because they have so many good shooters and scorers that they're able to do that. Well, so. not just that, but they've got guys that this team has played together. I mean, um, right. Helton and Nicholson have, have started for four years. These guys have played together for three years probably because you've got a couple of juniors and three seniors in that starting lineup and that's kind of what greg tips talked about early on he said i thought the whole night you could tell they have five starters off last year's substate team and you could tell we were replacing three yep and that experience really played out last night in a 60 to 41 richland victory so richland will play next wednesday north green north green at 10 a.m 10 a.m 10 a.m Right in the middle of our show. <laughs> Breakfast with the Raiders. Breakfast with the Raiders, that's right. Uh, Daniel Nicholson, 23. Logan Helton, 19. Trey Luna with 10 last night. Shaler Hankins led Loretta with 13. All right. That's going to do it for our number one on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we come back on the other side of the top of the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about the Titans how they somehow traded Isaiah Wilson and his guaranteed contract. Les Miles gone at Kansas. Who is going to replace him? Who should replace him? Let's find We'll we'll, we'll give you some options. And Top 5 Tuesday, Concession Stand Eats. It's going to be a fun one because I've got some some unique ones. And I'm going to have some that are missing that you guys are going to be like, what? How do you not like that? But it's because it's kind of like pecans. I don't like pecans either. So it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about those all in the second hour. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on WZYX and WKOM. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. 